0: People, we are Tottenham TV back here for some more content for you guys today. And what we're going to be looking at is Richarlison and that return. Well, I'll say turn of form for Rasharlison. I was going to say return to form, but he actually previously just didn't show any form for Tottenham, seeing as last season 27 games, one goal. This season 20 games and 10 goals, which is obviously a, a goal every other game in a Spurs shirt this season. And then we're going to look at the stats, look into the data, and see. What is behind this return of form?
1: Yeah, it's not even this season, you know, first 15 games of the season, he only got recorded one Premier League goal, but he's now on a run of nine goals in his last eight games. And we're going to look at why that might be, what has changed in Richarlison for maybe previous seasons or even from the beginning of the season as to why he's now... Um, scoring so many goals now he's in form obviously he's been well documented he's had this um, surgery on, on a hip issue that was troubling him for a long time he's also been on record about um, a lot of mental health problems that he's you know, gone and, and been seen to and he's been very open about it and that's been really, really positive but on the football pitch there's also things that he's doing differently uh, to previous seasons, um, as to why now this is—he's on the cusp of his best ever season in the Premier League, which is really, really impressive considering where he's been over the last like year or so. You know, a lot of people written him off. A lot of people said he was a waste of money, but he's now one of the most informed strikers in the league. So we're going to look at um, what differences uh, he has made. Um, the first one I want we'll look at is. Um, uh his x g graph, so this is obviously comparing his expected goals to his actual goals uh, um you can maybe argue this is a massive outlier but if you see um this is like uh, this is for by the way, all the graphs provided by the athletic this is kind of inspiration for for this video because they did a great article about Richardson. you should go check it out but they've got a couple of graphs which we're going to look at which which i think are really, really uh symptomatic of his improvement so the the first graph you can see his x g here. The blue line represents his actual goals per 90. The red line represents his expected goals per 90. And as you can see, um, throughout his whole career, these last three three uh, seasons in the Premier League, um, he's been under underperforming his XG. It's uh, he's, uh, he's he's been pretty similar, to be fair, uh, throughout most of his career, the kind of um, expected goals he generates. He does kind of match it by and large, but there's only been a small period, you can see, back in 2020 where he was outperforming um his expected goals which shows like maybe his finishing hasn't been great but now you look at this season he's way outperforming his expected uh, his expected goals which definitely shows an improvement in his finishing ability i think obviously you saw against everton what um unbelievable finishes he had in his locker in that game that's that was maybe the first time really we saw this season like exceptional finishing ability from marshallson which maybe before that we've only seen maybe poacher's efforts uh, from him so he's definitely improving his finishing ability which is really really uh, important and maybe it shows an improved confidence in himself as well.
0: Yeah absolutely and if you go back into Richarlison's history in the Premier League well let's take his Everton days for example in his first two seasons there were his best two returns in an Everton shirt which is 13 goals in first 35 games and 36 games and then he never really seemed to reach those heights after that seven goals 10 goals and obviously last season was his worst season ever in the Premier League scoring one goal in 27 games. And I, for one, was excited for the prospect of Rasharlison under Ange Postecoglou because I thought that he would be a really good striker in that kind of system where sometimes the number nine under Ange can be a bit of a sacrificial lamb where he doesn't get involved in the play too much, but he's there at the right time to finish the loads of chances that we do create for him. And first half of the season, first half of the first half, well, more or less the majority of the first half of the season. I was getting proved wrong a little bit because he wasn't playing well. He looked frustrated on the football pitch. Obviously, these problems that my brother spoke about just before seem to be getting to him. But ever since this surgery, ever since these um, mental health issues, he overcame these mental health issues. We've seen a completely new Richarlison where he's moving a lot freer on the pitch, being able to score consistently and... um, like you rightly said, one of the most, if not the most, informed strikers since that surgery has been made, and the goals are there to to back that up.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, he's obviously getting the right positions. Um, Ange Post-Koglu, um uses striker as we as we said before as a kind of player who leads leads the pressing, does a lot of the work off the ball, and when it comes to actually getting on the ball and 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 scoring goals. They're actually not getting a lot of touches. And and the next graphic I want to show you, this is really um I think the the reason why we've seen a big difference in Richarlison. Um this is kind of touches per shot in a game um that we've seen from Richarlison. So throughout his career he's averaged around it looks like around 17 touches um, per shot in the Premier League. And you, know, you saw 18, 19, he's got 18 shots, uh, 19, 20, 17 touches, sorry. Um, 2021, 20, 16.9, 21, 22, 16. Last season was his highest, 18.3. But this season is a dramatic fall with 12.3 touches per shot. And now you could argue... Oh, he's getting less touches on the ball. He's getting less involved. But what for me this shows is he's getting the posi- um, he's getting in the positions to get these first time finishes, and he's getting these positions to not think about um, things too much when he's getting shots off. If you remember, cast your mind back to um, 2015, and Harry Kane was going through this um, kind of dry spell. If you remember, he had an amazing first season, and the start of next season, I think he went in the first ten games in the Premier League without a goal. Mm. And the big difference I, f- I felt at that time was when Harry Kane was basically thinking too much when it came to getting on the ball and, and t- getting shots off, he wasn't relying on instinct. He was taking too many touches and he was overthinking things and it led to a barren spell of form for him when he went nine games out of and everyone was calling. That was... Everywhere everyone coined the one season wonder because he was really struggling. And then all of a sudden, he got that goal, I think it was against Man City. And all of a sudden, you saw just he was taking shots first time. He was um, relying on instinct and the goals came flying back. Absolutely exploded, yeah. And now I think that's what we're seeing with Richarlison. If you cast your mind back to the beginning of the season, I remember a game very clearly, a game against Bournemouth where we were 1 2 0. But Richarlison had a few chances that game where he was just completely overthinking it, taking too many touches. I remember there was one chance, he was throwing goal and he just took way too many touches to get the shot off and ended up um keeping ended up smothering the ball and he ended up not, not um being able to put away the chance like So a
0: Luton away as well
1: and that's a symptomatic symptom of a low confidence when you're taking too many touches and overthinking things that shows that you're lacking in confidence you're not sure of yourself and now we're seeing him taking um shots first time relying on instinct trusting his ability to score goals and that is very very important especially in Antwozakoglu system which is very fast paced very direct get the ball into Richarlison very quickly and I think we've even seen in the past couple games if you look at the Brentford game he took that shot from 25 yards which whistled just past the post and very nearly scored a great goal obviously you saw the Everton game those two um, strikes didn't think about it uh, for a second one volley brilliant into the roof of the net and then the second goal didn't think twice about it struck it the outside with um, the instep uh, from 25 yards into the top corner. And that's showing his confidence flowing through him there. He's not thinking too much about things. He's just getting that shot off very, very quickly and relying on his ability um, to, you know, to get the ball in the back of the net. And that's really, really um, helping him right now in terms of relying on instinct. And that's very important. And in fact, uh, going in, into the article for The Athletic, it showed that, out of Richarlison's 35 shots this season 34 of his shots have been with either one or two touches which is 97 percent the closest in the whole Premier League to that is Raul Jimenez at 85 percent of his shots of one two touch so that I think goes to show the imp- the how much confident more confident Richarlison is looking at the moment and why he's being able to get the edge on his defenders because he only needs one touch to get shot off
0: and I think um you've got to put A lot down to the coaching methods as well of Ange Postacoglu because... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? You see the problems that you're talking about of Richarlison overplaying the ball, taking too many touches, thinking too much about uh, movements in the game. I feel like it's not just a problem of him at Spurs, but I, th- I felt like that's kind of followed him around his whole career, to be honest, in the Premier League. And you're looking at his time at Everton, you're looking at last season at Tottenham. These were key things that you saw from Richarlison where sometimes he doesn't just act on instinct and sometimes he just hangs on to the ball for too long, loses the ball in in bad areas or just like you say, overthinks things and doesn't get as many goals as he should do. He now is relying on that kind of ability, which we all know he has. He knows he has. The manager clearly knows he has. And I, I put that down to a lot of the management style and the uh, coaching methods of Ange Postecoglou to to get this out of him. Yes, you've got to give credit to Richarlison as well for overcoming all the things that he has overcome, because last season was nothing short of dreadful from him in a Spurs shirt. The, the early stages of this season as well was absolutely shocking uh, from Richarlison. But since overcoming these and since the manager has clearly worked with Richarlison on these aspects, he's better off for it I'm much better off for it
1: yeah and the fact that he gets shots off so quickly now makes him very very difficult to stop because mm. when you've got a striker taking too many touches it's much easier for defenders defender to get settled to kind of get in a position to block the shot but when you've got a striker now in, in the form like Richarlison like the goal against Everton that second goal that's very difficult to stop because you know he gets a glimpse of goal. He's going to get that strike off, and you have to be react very quickly to that. And you even see the goals where you know where Brendan Johnson set up for him. He's running across that near post. He's getting ahead of the defender, and he's just getting that one time finish. Just getting an inch in front of the defender, getting that space to get that finish in, and he's finishing clinically at the moment. And that is symptomatic of the um, the improvement in his form and his confidence for, uh, for Richarlison this season. And it's going a long way to explain why his form is taking such an upturn and as well, Hopefully, um, it goes on to show that this isn't just a rich vein of form. And hopefully, this is, um, he can sustain this for a longer period of time because um, the system that Postecoglou implements relies on the striker being in the box and and getting those first-time finishes, getting shots off very, very quickly and getting in the right position at the right time. And that's what Richarlison has been doing over the last 10 games or so. I hope it's not just a good run of form and, it, and it's something that is more sustainable. But when you're looking at the system, I think right now... He's kind of exactly what we want in a striker in a coglu system. Um, He's exactly what Ange wants in a striker playing in that number nine in the system. Um, Just being inside the box, being a nuisance. And when the ball comes to him, getting that shot off as quickly as possible. And when you've got the ability that Richarlison has that's why he's scoring a lot of goals at the moment and that's exactly what i said
0: in in the pre-season coming into this season under big ange when we when we delve deep into what ange does what his system looks like what the role of a number nine is in his squad i said at the beginning of the season i think the profile that richardison is as a striker could be absolutely perfect fit for an ball system and obviously at the beginning of the season didn't seem that way but right now it does seem that way and but you know, he is very much a confidence player. So we need to keep his confidence high and, and he needs to keep with this mentality and this attitude from now to the end of the season and obviously further than that. But when you're looking at it, a lot of fans throughout this season even and last season are saying, oh, we need to buy a number nine. Um, we need to spend big money on a number nine, whether it be Santiago Jimenez, Dusan Vlahovic, someone like that. Do you think now with this form of Richarlison, the best form he's ever been in, in the Premier League era or his his Premier League tenure. Do you think now that we don't need that number nine anymore? And with the return of Alejo Valiz next season on loan, hopefully he has a good loan spell at Sevilla, then those two guys can spearhead us onto next season.
1: And the fact that Sonal can also play number 9 and he scored a lot of goals this season playing in the number 9 as well. I don't see... A, I honestly look at our number 9 position and I don't see a massive issue. Obviously, you always want improvements and with Champions League football coming next season, could we do with some, like, real competition for him? I mean, you could always make that argument. And is Richarlison ever going to be a striker that can win you the league? I mean, that's still up for debate, I, I would have to say. But in terms of a striker in form at the moment, being one of the most informed strikers right now in the Premier League... I don't see a reason right now to doubt whether Richarlison can have a long-term future in this club and that he's massive, that he's in massively in need of being upgraded because I think he's plays for Brazil, you know, he play he starts number nine for them. They don't start um bad players in that team. Look at their attacking talent, their chocolate block full of talent. And yet they rely on to be their number nine. That goes that shows me that th- this guy has belief of from the national team that he is a top, top striker. And now he's starting to show at club level. So if he can sustain this form from now to the end of the season, maybe Hit between 15 and 20 league goals, something like that. Then maybe next season we're going into thinking we've got a great striker here, rather than thinking we need, we have a striker that need that desperately needs upgrading. Which I think for for up until December, I think was the general narrative that we have we we need massive upgrading the number nine position because we don't have um, a striker who's providing what we need. But now he's scoring the goals we, that that he is. I think that I'm not saying if we're going to a title charge, Rashardson is going to lead us there. But right now. He's exactly what we need in a striker. So why not persist with him? And why, I wouldn't look to sell him. A lot of people are saying we need to send him to Saudi and all this kind of stuff. I think he's doing a great job at the moment. And he's showing that, the I, I believe anyway, that the first 18 months or first year or so that we saw Richardson Charlton wasn't the real him. I yeah. think that's what he's showing. And we've seen what he can do at Everton. We've seen that he's always been a good player in this league and he's capable of playing in in the Premier League uh, for Everton. And now he's finally showing it for Spurs with better players. He's starting to get more goals. And hopefully he should. Um, this should be his best ever season. 13 goals was his best season. That's so only he's only three goals away from that. So I'm sure he'll break that this season. So that goes to show with better players, he can be a better player as well.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And with Sonny coming back in the team as well now, Maddison uh, getting reintegrated as well. He's only going to get more chances, in my opinion, and score more goals. And if he does get which I think he definitely will, because, you know, five more goals to get 15 from now until the end of the season, which is little less than just half amount of the season to go. I think if he does get from 15 to 20 goals this season, there's no reason why he can't get more next season. And if he does get more next season, let's say he hits the 20 mark next season or just over the 20 mark. Why isn't that um, a tally or a player that can uh, be in a title winning side or a title challenging side? It- I don't see why not.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, and, and then you factor in as well um, his stats when it comes to defensively. He's in the top um, ten percentile for tackles, inceptions made by a forward, the tireless running he does. You know, everyone says, you know, people like Gabriel Jesus and Firmino and people like that, what they're so good at, why they're so valuable, even though they're not getting the goals, is what they do off the ball and, and the work they do for the team. But Rashaliton's also providing that. So he provides the gobbles along with that. I mean, that's invaluable, yeah. absolutely invaluable.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more to be honest. And um, you know, a lot of Arsenal fans have been clowning on Rashala since the since last season, the beginning half of this season, saying Gabby Jesus is miles the player that Rashalison is. And I tended to agree with them last season, to be honest, <laughs> and the beginning stages of this season. Why wouldn't you after one Premier League goal? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think right now. If you're taking this form, you're taking the narrative of Richarlison always being ahead of the pecking order than Gabi Jesus and the Brazilian national team. I think Richarlison is showing his true level now, and hopefully he can stay on this level from now until the end of the season. And if he does do that, I don't think anyone will be clowning on Richarlison anymore. And um, he'll be a very important striker in the Premier League, and uh, we'll be lucky to have him, in Abs- my opinion.
1: Absolutely. you just got to keep relying on instinct, not think too much, and clearly... The less touches he takes to get a shot off, the better it is for him.
0: Yeah. And finally, all you Rishi haters in the mud as well. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, that is our two cents on the return of form to Richarlison. Let us know in the comment section below, do you think Richarlison is good enough to be part of a title challenging side in the Premier League? Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Like, subscribe and comment. And as always, come come on you Spurs. Spurs.